This episode of Markets Daily is sponsored by Kraken. It's Friday, August 4th, 2023, and this is Markets Daily from Coindesk. George Kaloudis here again with your daily news roundup. On today's show, we're talking Bitcoin, the latest headlines, and more. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. Bitcoin and Ether ticked up slightly today. The Bureau of Labor Statistics, or the BLS, released its job growth numbers for July this morning, and the number came below expectations for the second month in a row. July missed expectations by 13,000 jobs. Of course, this is before any future revisions. On that point, May and June job growth numbers from this year from the BLS were adjusted down a combined 49,000 jobs. A quick aside here. How outrageous is it that the headline jobs number from the BLS has been adjusted down every single month this year? Conspiratorial listeners are nodding along. Anyway, the labor market is showing signs of softening, so perhaps the Fed will finally put a pause on rate hikes when they meet in September. Although Bitcoin slipped a bit on the initial jobs news, it has somewhat recovered. It's still stable in that tight, tight trading band. Shifting to something more crypto-focused, there's an interesting bit of trading news related to retail crypto interest in South Korea. South Korean exchange Upbit surpassed centralized exchanges Coinbase and OKX in spot trading volume for the first time this July. This makes Upbit the world's second largest crypto exchange after Binance. In July, Coinbase's volume dropped by 11.6% to $28.6 billion, and OKX's fell 5.8% to $29 billion. Upbit bucked the general market trend with a 42% increase to $29.8 billion. Pretty interesting stuff, especially when you consider that Terra Luna was quite popular in South Korea, which we know ended disastrously. Today's crypto market coverage comes courtesy of Coindesk Markets analyst Lila Ledesma. Bitcoin is currently trading at $29,211, while Ether is trading at $1,839 per token according to the Coindesk Market Index. And shifting to the traditional markets in the U.S., the Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 0.5%, the S&P 500 increased 0.8%, and the Nasdaq Composite added 1.1%. In Europe, it's flat. The regional stocks 600, London's FTSE 100, and Germany's DAX are all flat to slightly down. In Asia, Hong Kong's Hang Seng Index is up 0.6%, The Shanghai Composite increased 0.2%, and Japan's Nikkei 225 added 0.1%. In commodities markets, Brent crude, that's the international benchmark for oil, is up 2% to $85.47 per barrel. Gold is up 0.3% to $1,975 per troy ounce, and First Republic Bank is still trading around 33 cents. Today's traditional market coverage draws from MarketWatch. Stay tuned for after the break when we'll take a look at a bunch of headlines. Back in a minute. Meet the all-new Kraken Pro, the powerful, customizable, beautiful way to trade crypto. It's Kraken's most powerful trading platform ever, packed with trading features like advanced order management and analytics tools, all in a redesigned, modular trading interface. So head to pro.kraken.com and trade like a pro. 
Not investment advice. Some crypto products and markets are unregulated. The unpredictable nature of the crypto assets market can lead to loss of funds and profits, may be subject to capital gains tax. Welcome back. Let's go for some rapid fire headlines today. First off, New York resident Ilya Lichtenstein, the husband of Heather Morgan, an entrepreneur and rapper known as Razakhan, revealed himself as the hacker who executed a multi-million dollar exploit of crypto exchange Bitfinex in 2016 while pleading guilty to money laundering conspiracy charges at a hearing at the U.S. District Court in Washington, D.C. Until now, the hacker's identity has remained one of the most elusive facts of the case. Next, traders ditch USDT on Curve and Uniswap, pushing key exchange pools into imbalance. Crypto traders have appeared to ditch Tether's USDT in droves Thursday in key stablecoin pools on Curve Finance and Uniswap, pushing the pools into heavy imbalances. The current imbalances suggest that investors increasingly prefer to hold DAI or USDC instead of USDT. This is not an indication that USDT will fail, but it is something for us to keep our eye on. Next up, speaking of Curve, Curve founder raises $42.4 million to pay off $80 million on-chain debt. Curve Finance founder Michael Egorov is almost halfway to paying off his $80 million in debt with a new round of over-the-counter sales of the Curve token. Egorov and others have fear of contagion if the price of CRV hits $0.36. DeFi risk management firm Gauntlet said in forums that Aave would have to sell its CRV collateral into a market that has low liquidity, which is a move it calls risky. On the topic of Curve, I want to address a listener's question now that was brought up. The listener sent in a question slash comment asking, so front running is ethical? Because I mentioned Coffee Babe was exploiting smart contracts during the curve hack and I presented it in a positive light. I just want to clarify that Coffee Babe is a quote white hat acting in defense of curve. One of the good guy hackers, allegedly. In any event, thanks for your comment, Robson. And a reminder to use the Q&A feature on Spotify to ask us your questions and give us any comments. Back to the news. Revolut suspends U.S. crypto platform over regulatory uncertainty. This is a story we've heard before. Digital bank Revolut is closing its U.S. crypto platform, citing an uncertain regulatory environment. U.S. customers will not be able to buy crypto via Revolut starting September 2nd, but can continue to sell for 30 more days before access is fully disabled. And lastly, on the note of regulatory uncertainty in the U.S., Coinbase moves to dismiss SEC lawsuit alleging crypto falls outside of regulators' oversight. Coinbase filed for judgment in its ongoing case against the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, the SEC, alleging the regulator is stepping well outside its jurisdiction in suing the crypto exchange. The SEC sued Coinbase in June, alleging the exchange violated federal securities laws by operating as an unregistered broker, exchange, and clearing agency for cryptocurrencies that were securities naming 13 tokens as examples of coins it believed met those requirements. Coinbase pushed back in its filing on Friday, saying the SEC is not claiming there are investment contracts involved in any of these examples. I love the uncertainty. A lot of news to round out this week, and updates will surely come in over the weekend, and we'll get those to you on Monday. Until then, have a good weekend. Today's news comes courtesy of Coindesk's Nick Day, Sage D. Young, Sam Reynolds, Christian Sandor, and Liz Napolitano. As mentioned earlier in the show, please leave your questions and comments in the Spotify Q&A and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if that's where you get your podcasts. Anyway, have a good weekend, y'all. Bye now. 
And that's our show for today. Thank you for listening. For those of you still with us, we'd love to hear what you think. You can email podcasts at coindesk.com with the subject line, Markets Daily. I'm George Kaloudis, and this episode was produced and edited by Eleanor Paul with executive production by Jared Schwartz. And just a reminder, Coindesk is a news source and does not provide investment advice. I'll see you all tomorrow.